Pushing Richie here with uh, Wednesday's podcast. During the songs, during the adverts, we've been talking tonight. Um, I think you've stumbled across something, Bush, regarding uh, coffee and non-milk substitutes. Yeah, so you were a little bit lively during the first bit of the show and you couldn't work out why. A little bit kind of like, oh, hello there, feeling a bit um, a bit fruity, weren't you? And it was almost as if... As, is, is it almost as if, like, the coffee when I got before the show today, they gave me a double shot of coffee. But it was just a soya milk latte. Now, as you know, I've been on this dairy-free pilgrimage this week and I'm beginning to wonder whether that soya milk reacts more with the coffee to make it more of a stimulant. Yeah, maybe like normal milk just type of takes the edge off it slightly and then soy just maybe, I don't know, maybe it combines together and kind of zhuzhes thing up a little bit. Because so, I, I don't know, do you like that feeling with a coffee? Sometimes when I get a coffee and I, I have too many, it makes me feel like I can hear voices and it gives me the, I get like, I'm sweaty and scared. Do you don't like take it the wrong way, but I love feeling buzzy. Do you? Like a little bit of a buzz? I love a high, Bush. I love a high. I love now, feeling dangerous. I like that. And he also goes on to say in the show you're about to hear that he moves on, the, moves in the shadows, which is another slightly <laughs> concerning statement that I fear may be brought up in a court at some point, <laughs> not too distant future. Um, one other thing, right? What song is it that we play on Absolute Radio that mentions the best soya latte that you've ever had? Do we have a song that There's a mentions song that soya lattes? The best soya latte you've ever had. Oh. David. What's that? Drops producer, of what's Jupiter. producer saying? Drops, Drops of Jupiter, Jupiter, by, Jupiter train. by train. That's it. it it's almost like a, a prediction. It's like Nostradamus or something. Do you know what I mean? Wow. The next time I order that soy latte, I'll be thinking of train. Great song. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Welcome, one and all, to the Hometime Show. It's a Wednesday night, Bush and Richie here with you right the way through till 7pm. We're going to try and play you as many great songs as we can. So, some big sporting news that broke late last night. And that is that uh, Lionel Messi has announced that he wants to leave Barcelona. I believe he's uh, been on their books, as they say, for 20 years. Yeah. But it's not that that we want to talk about. It's how he let them know of his decision. He faxed them. Who still uses fax in 2020? Are we, are we 100% sure? Surely this is a mistake. Surely Lionel Messi, the, the, the greatest football player, a kind of of all time, the most famous football player around, he did not use a fax machine, surely. The statement says that they received a fax from Messi letting them know of uh, his intention to want to leave this <laughs> summer. I just love the image, Bush, of someone sat in the Barcelona stadium, some club secretary, and then in the dusty corner of the office, so you hear this what a terrible <laughs> slow way of receiving bad news <laughs> yeah. he must have been sat with, what's that thing that they have in Spain where they have like a, a bit of pastry with chocolate on the top is that a, is that a giros is that what those churros, things are? Churros, churros, yes. churros. He's probably having a churros, this fella. Just <laughs> leaning... At, what's that machine? Why, why is that... What's that noise? And in really slow, it's whatever the Spanish is for a moth, mate. <laughs> but here's the thing, all right? Bush and I are both quite happy to hold our hands up here and say we're the ones that are, you know, out of time here. Are you still using faxes in your workplace? As I look around Golden Square and all the radio stations that we host here, I don't see a fax machine anywhere. 
you know what? The only way that the fax machine is uh, still trucking in 2020 is, you know, like some people still use pages because it's kind of a safe way of getting an informa- a bit of information out to people and, and not get lost because of mobile phone signals and something like that. That's the only way I can see fax machines still being a thing in 2020, surely. Last time you used a fax, when would that have been? I don't, I don't think I've ever used one. I, I'm, I think maybe there was a bit of faxing going on when I very first bought a house about 2,000 years ago, but certainly not in the past 20 years. Certainly not. I will tell you next what the name of the feature was that we used to do on an old radio station that used a fax machine. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush, when I first started out in radio, uh, we did a feature called the At Work Network. Uh, You know how radio stations love a a rhyming feature, and the only way you could take part in the At Work Network was if you faxed in. Um, and then obviously well, in what some format were people like writing with a fax then because I've never used one do people write something down like yeah. freehand and then like fax that to on you on their company headed paper wanting like Brilliant. a dedication and they'd have to send it in via fax but of course the critical thing was uh, it only worked if the radio station actually had put fax paper in the fax machine so sometimes you'd be thinking oh that work network's quiet today but it just meant someone hadn't put any uh, paper in the fax machine <laughs> oh, no mate you might have missed out on your ace <laughs> of base request do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. uh, Goffy the BMX uh, says fellas he also sent the club a video message on Betamax well done Goffy make a little <laughs> gag there on a Wednesday night uh, Dave Nick and Ian say we use fax machines we are actually just driving back from a fax convention near Daventry Whoa. <laughs> if that is a thing, I mean, genuinely, we'd love to speak to some people who've got them because, you know, wouldn't it be good to have one hometown listener who's got a fax machine send a message with today's date on it, a little bit like a magic trick, to another hometown listener who's got a fax machine? It'd be just so we can prove they're still going. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it would be great for them to send it to us, but we don't have one here, so we one. can't. Yeah. Uh, Adam's hanging on. What fax intel do you have? Um, I don't know about intel. I seem to remember watching a programme a couple of years back where um, big sports agencies if they've got a deal going down have a tendency to use fax machines because nobody can hack in and intercept the message. OK, all right. That's good, that's good intel. So it's their unhackable ability. So, like, Everton could be, like, faxing Barcelona right now, putting in an offer for Messi. Yeah, they could very well be, and we'll hear nothing about it. Imagine that. It could be saying you could be playing in midfield with Tom Davis, Lionel. Where do you want to... Where do you sign? <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hey, look, it's not just Lionel in Barcelona. Julie in Bognor Regis would like to chip in here. Uh, (laughs) she, She says we use a fax machine in the residential conveyancing department in our solicitor's office. Most lenders prefer fax to email when requesting mortgage monies as fax is considered more secure. The weird thing is, isn't it? Because you always think more modern technology, new is always better, isn't it? But it's not necessarily the yeah. case. It's weird that they're still going back to these old school things. I'm sure I've heard that some people still have pages and stuff as well because it's the only kind of definite way of getting hold of someone. Nick says, I work for an investment bank. And in this world of high tech with billions being traded daily, the fax is still used to agree trades in the back office. Wow. 
Diane has uh, texted saying, I'm a train driver based in Preston. We use a fax machine to send and receive documents to our control centre in Manchester every single day. Another organisation using the fax machine. This is amazing. Honestly, this is such a game changer today. I had no idea. This one says, hi, fellas, I'm an A&E nurse and we still use a fax machine for some of our referrals. Stay safe. Andy, what can you tell us about faxes? Well, when I, was, I left university and just had a... Uh, and my first job was working as, uh, uh, as a kitchen surveyor going around people's uh, houses. And to be able to do that, I used to go around, do the survey and then fax it in my little mobile fax machine. Well, one night... We'd got my buddy phoned me and said, do you want to go out in Cardiff with my girlfriend? And she was a student nurse over in, um, in Cardiff. I said, yes, that's great. We went out and we were staying over in the student accommodation that, uh, that evening. And I had, couldn't, uh, wasn't allowed to leave my fax machine in the car for security reasons. So I brought it in. Yeah. And uh, one of the nurses saw it, thought it was really swish and fancy. And, uh, and that was it then. And we've now been married for 25 years. So without that fax machine, I'd never have met her. We would have been married. Simple as wow. that. So you found love over a mobile fax machine? Over a mobile fax machine, completely. Now, yeah. we all know that marriage changes over the years. Do you still have a fax machine in your life right now? It's, it's in a glass case over the uh, mantelpiece. <laughs> Best place for it. Brilliant. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. We've the Who on Absolute Radio 60s. McCalmont and Butler and Yes on Absolute Radio. Uh, it's one Hometime show. It's eight different playlists and you can choose whatever you want to stream uh, through the free Absolute Radio app. It's uh, Wednesday evening. It's Bush and Ritchie. Let's just say this one more time, just so that it sinks in. We are giving away a staggering £120,000 on Friday's Hometime Show. And you know what? It's going to be going to one of you lot, which is an amazing thing. And a lot of people, like I said at the start of this hour, a lot of people are going to race off and spend the money in their head, like guitar-shaped swimming pool, get me own yacht, or maybe one of them submarines that millionaires have, those kind of things. But what about the bit when the money actually arrives? I think sometimes we race to spend it and overlook the arrival of the cash. So we thought we would dedicate this hour of the show to a flight of fantasy right how would you like that money to be delivered to you we want to find out who has got the most extra- extravagant way of receiving that cash £120,000 for me I would just love to have it in a sports hold all maybe a Gola bag from the 1970s you remember one of those bags <laughs> that you'd have with your, your PE kit if you yep. went to school back in that day something like that wedged into a couple of sports holdalls like someone out of a, a mafia movie that's how I'd like to receive the cash um, there's a there's an image in my head that there was a cricket competition a, a few whiles back uh, that, that was that was promoted or attempted to be launched by a helicopter arriving at Lords and I believe yeah. underneath the helicopter was like a pallet yes. that was but the thick the key thing was it was suspended on this rope underneath the helicopter and the helicopter landed with all the, it was so over the top but I think if you're going to have money delivered that's yeah. the way helicoptered pallet what about that what a way to get the neighbours talking as well having a little helipad on your lawn with your, with your cash being delivered on a pallet itself uh, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio on Facebook it's there as well Gordon Clark has left a cracker of an idea on our Facebook page he says he'd like to have the cash hidden inside the door panels and under the carpet of an old gold Volvo V70 <laughs> <laughs> what a way to receive a lump sum of money. Oh, dear. Absolute Radio. The Hunter.
Primetime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Some great stuff coming in, 120k delivered. How about a wheelbarrow with 600 bags of one-pound coins, says this person. And Keith says he would like it hidden in socks, please. But it must be odd pairs and make sure they're top-quality socks and no white ones. He's a wrong one. Uh, Jack would like a briefcase uh, with a man stood outside a limo, earpiece in, clad all in black with sunglasses on. He's watched a lot of movies. Uh, Nathan goes down a similar line. He says, I'd like to have wire transfer done from a laptop hidden within a briefcase. The briefcase <laughs> is sat on the hood of a car. Whilst I have another laptop to check the money has been sent. All done in a large empty warehouse, please. <laughs> uh, let's go into Angela's imagination. How is it for you, Angela? Um, collect it from a vault underground with uh, helicopters surrounding and lots of security guards. <laughs> OK, it seems to me you might have a bit of a uniform thing going on there, Angela. I don't, I don't want to talk out of turn here. <laughs> no, not necessarily a uniform, just, you know, like, make, make you feel important. OK, it's, and what, what are the helicopters doing? Just out of curiosity, um, the money's yours, it's in the vault. Yeah, just protecting the area. It's the uniform okay. thing, Bush. It's a uniform. It's definitely a uniform thing. Well, my husband wears a uniform, but not that that really uh, bothers me. But, yeah, he wears a uniform. <laughs> What, what uniform does he wear? I'm not going to say. Come on, give us a clue. No, I can't. Um, it's just Nino, Nino. <laughs> right. He's a clown, he's a clown. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. This text says, I would like my boss to hand it to me so that I could look him in the eye and tell him to do one. I cannot tell you how many variants of that type of message we have had. It's brilliant. It's very interesting insight into people's imaginations, this, because I think the first thing that comes into your mind about how you would like to receive the cash says a lot about who you are and how you feel about things. Uh, Robin Nottingham has mentioned a naked celebrity. We've had quite a few naked celebrity delivering them. One's mm-hmm. all right. They can knock them on the head. Thank you very much. That's not going to happen. Lauren says, can I have the money inside one of those giant Costco teddy bears, please? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Dan says, I'd pay Bush and Richie to cook me a lovely pub meal whilst Dave Berry plays the recorder and Glenn the Method Moore brings in suitcases of cash. Wow. Kind of a dream there from Dan. Okay. And then Marianne says, I'd like it delivered in person by Richie Firth, please. What about that? This isn't another one of the naked celebrity ones, is it? Imagine, imagine that, you in a red Mac like the People's Postcode Lorry or whatever it is. Someone knocking on my door. Home. Bush and Richie With Tesco Mobile, the only network to give you up to £40 off your Tesco shopping in-store for six months with Club Card Plus. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Uh, Sharon says, in £5 notes, carefully folded into origami peace cranes, released from a giant piñata in the shape of a dinosaur which must be struck whilst travelling via a zip wire. I love it. I love people's imaginations when it comes to this kind of thing. Chris from Bristol says, I'd have the money brought to me in an ice cream van with the music blaring as loud as possible so all the neighbours would come out as we have an abundance of curtain twitches round here. (laughs) Uh, Mark, how are you having the money? Buy a hungry lion in a couple of Aldi's carrier bags. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, nobody's going to take it off him, either. Yeah, but for that to work, Mark, you've got to be some kind of lion tamer to then ask the lion to give you the money that is yours. 
Well, that'd be all right. I'd work it out. <laughs> it'd work out. I mean, I think as well, you know, people who are super rich normally do have exotic pets. So you'd be, you know, you'd have a lion maybe in the house with you, something like that. What area do you live in? Well, yeah, I live in Darlington, County Durham. Do you see people walking unusual animals on leashes? You got any people walking ferrets and stuff like that? You could have I a mean, lion. I don't know, but there's some unusual animals walking up and down the street at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, everybody, thank you. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, so Richie and I are pretty much fascinated with this fella that we've read about in the paper. Uh, just to let you in on this story, it was in the news about a week or so ago. His name's Marcin Banach. I think he's uh, a French fella. He's the captain of a P&O luxury cruise liner. You know, on these massive, massive cruise liners that you normally would see, say, if you went to like a, a Greek island and they're normally moored up off the coast of there. It usually has 3,000 passengers on it. But obviously P&O and a load of other cruise liners are not doing cruises until November. It resumes after the lockdown so it's empty at the moment Marcin has virtually got apparently the luxury ship to himself so the captain stayed on it to guard it obviously while there's no one on it so he's got this whole ship to himself and it must be like you know remember that movie The Shining I imagine him cycling around on a kid's trike <laughs> just hanging out in like the dining room and the ballroom and stuff hey, like that I what mean, an amazing thing when you think about a cruise ship there's there's more to do on it than just cycle around the decks they've got like cinemas they've got yeah. like those wave pools all that kind of that's just that's incredible to have all that to himself imagine it right he's just swanning around in swimming trunks he goes and has a bit of a swim gets bored and then he just helps himself to a load of the ice creams from the the buffet section and then puts on his favorite movie (laughs) and and he's got the cinema to himself and it does raise the issue this kind of slight fantasy thing of have you ever had something all to yourself for a certain reason say it's something where normally you'd have to share it with other people and for one reason or another you've ended up having it all to yourself. I will start us off on a very, very, very entry-level idea here. But the other day, catching the train home from work, normally finish here at 7 o'clock and get on a train home, back in previous times, all very, very busy. There was not a single person, not a single person on my carriage. Now, there's not as much stuff to do in a Greater (laughs) Anglia train carriage as Marcin has on his uh, cruise ship, but I had it all to myself. Very weird sensation. Did you have a little panic about where to sit? Sometimes if you've got too many parking spaces you don't know where to go <laughs> yeah. where did you sit with that do you go in your normal spot or what I did go in my normal spot but I absolutely get that an empty car park I stress out as to which bay I'm going to go in you're right But there's also that legendary thing that I've heard about where people have virtually an entire flight to themselves or at least a whole row because it's like underbooked. If you've ever had someone all to yourself, we want to hear about it tonight on the show, drop us a text, why don't you? 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tamsin has sent us in a text saying, "Uh, Guys, me and my boyfriend had the cinema to ourselves. It sounds good, but it was so cold, the (laughs) staff offered us free brews to warm up. I can't even remember what film it was. Isn't that the weirdest thing it's not the first time i noticed this where if you have a slightly empty cinema you think oh brilliant but you get in there and you sat there with your big coat on because it's absolutely freezing (laughs) what's all that about uh anna in county durham this is amazing prince she had prince all to herself Uh, she says when he did 40 nights at the o2 i'd waited 20 years to see him it was magical uh he left the stage everyone left lights on i just sat there partly drunk partly in awe he then came back on. Wow. Ten minutes with the lights on to about 30 of us in the O2. I mean, it's, that's incredible. 
That is amazing. What an amazing thing to... This is the thing. Stay till the end of movies. Watch the credits. Sometimes they've got funny stuff at the end, like Cannonball Run. Stay till the end of gigs. Uh, stay till the end of the home time show. We get better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, what did you have all to yourself? We had a... Um, it was a Bush Airways flight from Birmingham, Derry in Ireland. And it was, it was like a small, probably about a 50-seater, like a twin propeller. Mm-hmm. And um, we just thought, oh, brilliant, whole plane to ourselves. So we all sort of sat on the one side for, for a good view. And um, then we were told to spread out to actually balance the flight. Wow. So That can't be a thing. Can that can't be t- assume, planes have come on so uh, far, you surely don't have to sit equally spaced out just to balance it. I don't know, but it's a smallish plane. But I could, people said, like, if we all sat on one side, like, would the plane just go around in circles or... <laughs> <laughs> Confused. I would be clinging on to those armrests for that flight. <laughs> Trust me. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. What did you have? Donna in Ashford says, I had three weeks into lockdown. My sister and my, uh, my sister and me had the M25 all to ourselves. We were driving to Winchester oh. to collect my daughter from university and for at least 15 minutes whilst driving around the M25, we were the only vehicle. It was very apocalyptic. I love that. Whenever you get those little magical moments when you do have a bit of my way to yourself, particularly the M25, where there's, you never, ever, you know, more than about four or five feet away from another car, it does make you feel like you're in like the opening bit of 28 Days Later or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Rob says we once turned up at Wookie Hole Caves, if you know that in the West Country, at 5.30 for the tour. There was five of us and two others in the entire cave. It was spectacular. So we've got Michael on the line. Michael, what did you have all to yourself? We had... Um Pripyat, which is uh, the town next to the Chernobyl power station, to yeah. ourselves. That well, is a trip. To ourselves, uh, we had uh, it was a tour guide and another gentleman who was from Poland who was with us. Bush, have you seen Chernobyl as well? The program. Don't you start saying it like that, Richie? <laughs> don't don't let that completely overshadow this conversation. Your pronunciation, Michael. How would you pronounce the uh, the actual town? Uh, Pripyat or Chernobyl. 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 Oh, okay. Michael, I've got a problem with how he says it. I mean, it's an amazing thing that's happened to you. It's one of the best, <laughs> best TV shows I've ever seen. But um, the way Richie says it has almost ruined the TV show retrospectively for me. <laughs> so it was an eerie yeah. experience. It was very eerie. It was November, so it was very foggy and very cold. Isn't there like a Ferris wheel that's still kind of just stationary because obviously everyone evacuated yep. and everything like that? That must be really, really creepy. Uh, yeah, you've got the, the Ferris wheel with the yellow umbrellas which is uh, in the middle of a, a park. There's other rides there as well. There's some dodgems and a uh, sort of a, a spinny thing. But you had it all to yourself. So, you know, kind of creepy town centre, almost deserted, stuff in wreck and ruin. A little bit like Basildon in many yeah. ways. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. How are your bowel movements? Uh, that is not how we're ending the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Why did you just hear that? that? Oh, yeah, what's going on? Uh, it's just uh, that's, that's that's an HR thing. Well, Sorry, no, you t- you've changed your diet. I'm just going to write that down. Four minutes past seven. How are your bowel movements? What an unusual thing uh, for someone to ask you, just straight without any form of um, warning or anything like that. We're all friends here. Uh, no. No, not anymore. <laughs> 
Bush, I just, I mean, look, you know, you, you're, you're back in the studio with us next week. Can't wait. Obviously, on Monday, you're in for a 10-hour-long uh, a indie disco marathon. It's 10 hours with this man, and I, I need you to know he's something about him at the moment. If he starts asking me about my bowel movements, it's going to be a very short indie disco. Put it that way. I'll bring some emodium in just in case. Oh, we are. Right. Hands wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for Richie on the radio They'll be back again tomorrow Phantom Music interview Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews Oh, 